Thank you to Manscaped for being a sponsor of Secret Friends Unite and Co-op Mode. Go to manscaped.com, use code SFU, and you'll get 20% off and free worldwide shipping. Thank you, Manscaped. And on with the show. Welcome to Co-op Mode, round 103. This is the official video game podcast of Secret Friends Unite. This is only one of our podcasts, folks. You can sign up for our podcast feed, the SFU Network, and get all things Star Wars with Holocron Chronicles. You can get Star Trek through Code 47. You can get SFU Prime for all things nerd, and of course, the podcast you're listening to now. Leave a review, and when you're done listening... Watch our podcast so you can see who's actually on our show. You can see our faces, our backgrounds, and all the fun that we have, and the reactions when I inevitably say something dumb. And thank you very much for that. Now, I am one of your hosts, Todd Oxtra, joined by, oh my goodness, our first guest ever on Co-op Mode, uh, who has been now here, this is his third time, that's Mr. Lee Alexander Navarro from the Phoenix Overdrive Nation. Hi. Uh, I'm back. I came back. <laughs> I think it was like maybe a little bit over a year ago now that I was last on the show with uh, with my wife. So it's been a it's been a while, but uh, I keep tabs on you guys. You know, keep make sure that you guys are are, are okay in your Discord. You guys aren't screwing it up over there. <laughs> yeah, the secret, okay, the secret is out, everyone. Um, well, first we got to say, Mark is not on the podcast. We were everything, we had to delay a day because we had sick kids and, okay, this will work. Uh, we had everything set up and Mark's like, okay, got him to, got Finn to bed. We're good to go. And I think literally a minute later, sorry, guy, guy's game over. So, <laughs> Never mind. He he's recovering and just with the little ones, you never know. All of a sudden they're good and they're not. So um so Mark is not on tonight, but he'll be back when we return. So Mark, you and Finn, please get better. Lee, you've got sick kids at home. Uh, you know, it, it just it, it, they eventually get through it. I've got a 17-year-old yeah. and he's rarely ever sick. So you got something <laughs> to look forward to. Just you a few know, more years. It's 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 so funny, just the way like Kids nowadays, it's school is such a cesspool <laughs> of yeah. like germs and bacteria. And I think what's funny is, you know, I was talking with my wife tonight how those couple of years where the kids stayed home because of COVID, they were bare, they weren't sick at all. Mm-hmm. They did not have any kind of like stomach bugs, no colds, no nothing, and everything was great. And then we're like, all right, let's send you back, and here comes all the sickness, like our oldest comes home with a cough every other week. It's like mm-hmm. a nasty cough, you know, and we're telling, telling the, our oldest, you know, keep up with your, with your um, allergy meds. Of course not. Doesn't happen. 12 year olds. What do they know? No, no. <laughs> so, they, they and then, you know, our, our, our I, I, I laugh because our eight year old, I said, she's more responsible at times than our 12 year old. And she's a girl. Said, sadly, yeah. sadly, boys are a little yeah. bit brain dead. As so yeah. Much. Uh, yeah, yeah, I could say that. I, we could definitely say it as, as much. But um, yes. yeah, but, you know, um, first, you know, best wishes to Mark and Finn. Hopefully they do get better. Um, 
you know, I was looking forward to uh, to uh, chatting up our uh, Canadian Red Fox, as I like to call him. But uh, he, uh, unfortunately, uh, not here tonight. So uh, we wish him the very best and uh, looking forward again to him coming back next time around and, and hearing you two all over again. So, um, but yeah, yeah, that's, you know, sick kids. What are you going to do? Got to take care <sighs> oh, of them goodness. one way or another, I guess. Absolutely. Yeah. And and I, I, I you know, just pull the, back the curtain a little bit. If you're part of our Discord, Lee is the one that kind of keeps us on our toes. He basically <laughs> makes sure we're actually paying attention to how the things run. We we like to have a good time. So, and Lee's just a guru. He works in IT. He does all of these things. And he's had a Discord group with with the with the Pond team for, for quite some time. So we appreciate yes. the support. And obviously, we we support uh, your whole team. You guys do fantastic stuff. And we'll get into that at the end. But you know what? Um, if you want to support kids and, 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 you know, we've got the charity for you. Um, yes. and, and, and we'll talk about that. Cause, uh, man, I tell you, uh, you guys do phenomenal events and I wish I could get there. And that has been a challenge. So well, let, you know, let's, let's, let's aim for that. Let's, uh, let's make yes. that a goal for, for next year, because next year is going to be a big one. I mean, I always say next year is going to be a big one, but next year really is going to be, just an outrageous phenomenal event already based on um you know based on what happened this year and and the momentum leading into next year and we just have so much more planned that uh that we experienced um this year as far as uh as far as the good things that we said oh my gosh we need to do this this and this i tell you we're, we're we're building up already and you know we've uh, we've got a, i've got a great team with me to uh to this to to plan it all out and to lay down all of these uh, fun events that we've got going on. So we're, we're excited. We are absolutely excited. And we welcome any member from any whatever community, whether it's SFU, um, you know, Carpool Gaming is, is big with us. Uh, you know, we just have so many involved with us. And, and we're just so excited every single year. Yeah, that's that's extra life. Sorry, folks, we've been kind of a little bit vague about that. It's extra life. Every year, uh, the team comes together, goes to Rome, New York, and they kick ass and raise money for sick kids. So yes. we'll have more about that. And uh, just it, it's it's phenomenal stuff. So Lee, now it's time to get serious. Okay. We're going to play a game of buy, rent, return. Okay. So. We uh, kind of got a little bit off track last week, last episode with Victor Lucas when we did favorite holiday food, and we kind of talked about Canadian Thanksgiving, U.S. Thanksgiving, uh, you know, depending on where you where you lean. Um, we got off track by like real food, but I'm going to bring it back and talk about <laughs> video game food. Please. Video game so, food, okay. Buy, rent, return. So we've got the Castlevania wall meat. You know, break okay. a block. Here comes some wall meat. Got to get some health back. Um, yes, that's exactly where you would put wall meat in a wall. Um, cake from the cake from Portal. I yes. told my son this. It was a lie, but it is a cake. <laughs> um, I, I, okay, I'm I'm more familiar with the cake. I know what the cake is all about. Yep. And then Bioshock Infinite trash can food. Oh, uh, video games are great by like giving you health items in pl- things you shouldn't eat. You shouldn't eat it, but it's there. Yeah. So you take it. It's like Skyrim. Yeah. It's it's all those games. Like, yeah, I'll just pick up anything off the floor and eat it. <laughs> uh, you know, oh boy. So, so are we just picking which one we like the most, or what, what are we? Well, doing it's here? it's kind of like you know, you go to Blockbuster. You, you some of those movies you'd keep so long, you'd end up buying yeah. it. You'd you'd, yeah. you'd rent the one we like. I'm good and go. Uh, the return is the you watch the first 15 minutes. You're like, what is this trash? I want a refund. 
I will uh, give it the lowest reviews. So that's what we're doing with these. So of those three, how would you rate them? You know, I would take the cake from Portal first because that's uh, that's the most appealing out of all of those three, to be quite honest. I, I do know that they refer to it as a uh, as a black forest cake, which mm-hmm. um, I don't mind at all. Um, it's funny enough. I, I think um, if you remember, if you know the the YouTuber um, Babish, binging for binging with Babish. Okay, I think he actually made a Portal cake. Like he oh, actually. Nice. And it turned out looking really nice and tasty, so I definitely would be uh, would be all about the uh, would would be all about the cake. Even though Glados made it, it might have a poison pill in it or something. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm just gonna look past that and okay. say, you know, what? if if I die eating a black forest cake, I sure die happy. eating a black forest cake. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, and she's a she's a you know a, 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 an AI, so I guess she'd be very precise in her baking yeah, and times absolutely. and measurements. Right. You know the best. Right. She'd uh, she'd be able to uh, get the the correct measurements of everything, like right yeah, down exactly. to the very you know. The very uh, last tablespoon or teaspoon. Um, I, I would, I would trust her. I trust her. Okay. Yeah, as Mine you know, is baking important. is more of of a science. It is than cooking because cooking is. is all about zhuzhing and adjustments, playing it fast yes. and loose. As my as my wife, who is a fellow Filipina, uh, yes. you know, it's like you ask her, like, "What did you put in there?" <laughs> oh, you know, and it's never the same place. Yeah, exactly. It's never the same. It's like, you oh, know, great. It's funny enough, like I enjoy cooking. Cooking is one of my other Mm -hmm. passions, if you will. I am so afraid to bake because I know baking, as you said, it's so precise. It's a science. Whereas cooking, it's like, "Eh, yeah, I'll I'll do this. I'll do this one. I'll do that one. You know, I, I um, I think cooking in general is more for my style than anything. It's forgiving. And yes. <laughs> you can always improve it if you, I mean, yeah. you can always like, you know, I did a little bit of that last time, but do a little more of this time. And it's the cut of the meat's never the same. It's never, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit more fat content or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's exactly fun. that. Okay. Okay. Lee, I think you're just trying to avoid the topic here. Um, so you got to rent and you got to return one. Okay. So I got to rent uh, Castlevania meat. It's meat. <laughs> that's just that's really all about it looks it. so delicious though it's like the cartoon it, ham right it's you know it's a very uh, like even though it's like a pixelated piece of beet at least it's like colored nicely right like yeah. let's let's be honest it looks it looks more appealing whereas just the the, the trash can food from bioshock infinite i just it's coming from a trash man i i <laughs> <laughs> I am not a raccoon. I am no trash panda that I'm going to eat something straight out of the garbage. Sorry, not my style. Well, maybe it's like maybe it's like a Disney World trash can, you know, where like <laughs> they have the most pristine garbage. They're always tending to it. Maybe that's what it is because you know, possibly. Um, yeah, but it's the still trash. Trash. Is pretty. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's still going in with other things. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I wouldn't. Um, I wouldn't necessarily dive right into it. Sorry. Just. It's just not my thing. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Very so, judgmental about the trash can. I, I, I am. I, what can I say? I, you know, I think it's because I worked with somebody who I saw them pull out. Like, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not kidding. They pulled out like a piece of pizza from the garbage can and ate it. And I was like, that's was, just revolting. Oh, yeah. Uh, that that occurred in college. We had people yeah. that would do that. Uh, yeah. 
Well, this occurred you know, at my workplace, and mind oh, you, this is when I this is when I used to work at a hospital. So oh, when good. that happened, I said, "Nope, mm-mm. no five Just, second no, rule there. No, no, no." And, and that environment, an, and he was an employee, so <laughs> I really can't. he worked in the same department as me. Did I, he at least was offer a, you like, "Do you want that?" Uh, no, no, I <laughs> first dibs. <laughs> <laughs> I just totally ignored it. I said, nope, not going to bother with it. Absolutely no. not. Okay, no. you've been traumatized by trash can food. Yes. I get it. I get it. Okay. <laughs> well, I'll give you my takes. Um, you know what? I'm going to Castlevania Wall Meat. I'm buying that. That thing is looks so tasty. It gives you health. <laughs> I mean, uh, there must be a chef that works in in the castle maybe i don't know how else it got Listen, there but it's probably magic it's it's the carnivore in you it's it's the carnivore I in you so. you just gotta have it you know and i get it I like so. yeah i mean i i love me my meats i do you know it's good stuff and it's probably magic so it, it, you know it's magical it's not like it's, been it's probably in got great magical properties where it won't like cause you to have high cholesterol no, nothing at all. No calories. You know, <laughs> no calories. It's good. It's no, good for you. Yeah. Doesn't uh, high in fiber. <laughs> high in high in protein for, uh, exactly. for the high protein. <laughs> high in vitamin C. All the good things you want. Yeah. Yes. Uh, get your lycopene from that. Um, <laughs> then I, I am going to return the 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 cake from Portal because I'm a giver when it comes to cake. I only eat a little oh. bit, and I want to share with others. So there I'm going to return that. So people okay. get the, people can have some more. Uh, the other the other people that are being experimented by Aperture Science can have some too. Sure, that'll work out. Yeah. yeah. Um, and to your point, I am returning the trash can food. I do have some standards. Um, I think that's only fair. I, I think that's a smart choice, Todd. <laughs> I don't think it's. Uh, I don't think ever eating anything from a trash can, whether in a video game or not, is actually healthy for you. Let's just put that out there. <laughs> Wise words. <laughs> Wise words. Your t- your children will do well in life. <laughs> you should you should value your health in a way that uh, is um, does not uh, force you to eat food from the trash can. <laughs> just saying. I think there was a I think there was a schoolhouse rock on that. Don't I eat trash so. can food. Yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> oh, you know, wow. They had to do that back in the day. Oh, boy. I question where we are today. Yes. yes. So, so folks, we did not cover all the video game food. I was going to put, like, safe things like the Pac-Man power pellet, the, the Mario mushroom. But, you know, those are safe choices. Right. If you have I mean, other dubious choices that we should have considered, let us know. Or, uh, you know, an exp- uh, um, widening the search there, spinach. From Popeye. Oh, Popeye, yeah. The the original NES game that was, you know. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Just imagine where it would be if uh, Nintendo continued to get the rights to Popeye. L- listen, Mario wouldn't I, exist. I made a dish last night with spinach. That's why it's probably on my mind. Did so. your forearms grow three sizes? I wish. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love it. Oh, well. Well, now it's time to really get into the meat of the show. And that is what we've been playing, folks. So we actually do play video games on the show rather than just talk about them and food. Right. Um, so, Lee, um, you've been playing World of Warcraft. So I know there is a thing with dragons going on in World of Warcraft. Yes. Is that is that the thing right now? That is the new expansion. Um, so actually, I haven't gotten into the new expansion yet. Um, you know, I, w- my wife and I are actually going to buy it uh, for our, each other, basically, um, for Christmas. <laughs> that that's the that's the goal right there. Um, but uh, she and I, 
funny enough, before our extra life event, that's when we kind of we said, well, what are we going to play? What are we going to play? And I said, you know, I really want to get back into World of Warcraft. It's just been I've been having an itch for it. And it just it was it's been about a couple of years, I think, since I last played it. Um, so it's been a few expansions since. And it was just so much fun getting back into it and, and playing it and um, just really enjoying what it has become. And, you know, for both of us, we've been we've been through the rigors of World of Warcraft since the very beginning, um, since vanilla WoW back in like 2004 or whenever the hell that was. So she and I are, are old pros at this. And just to see our preferred character classes, um, you know, grow from the very beginning up until to where we are today, that's definitely been something that uh, that we've enjoyed. So we really just, um, we're, we're kind of excited to get back into it and excited to see what the new expansion is all about. Um, basically, we heard you can fly dragons in it. And really, how can you not be excited for that one? So that's something that uh, that we're ironically enough it, for my character. I already have multiple dragons that I ride as far as my mounts are concerned. So, mm -hmm. um, but I, I guess there's different ways that uh, you can control your your dragon as you're flying around. So we'll see how the we'll see how this game goes. But uh, I'm definitely excited for it. Yeah, because I mean, I, I like you said there. There's been mounts and things like that, so it's not a new race of dragons. That's well, not there thing, is right? a, there's another thing too. There is a race of dragons, oh, okay. Um, okay. a new race with a with a new class, and um, I'm not sure if I'm going to dive into that portion of the game. And that that's the beauty of the game is there's different aspects to it that you can really get into. Um, whether what type of style of play you have, whether it's PVE or PvP. Um, you know, the leveling is a lot of fun. The the, the co-op portion of it is really a ton of fun, something I'm really looking forward to um, to doing, especially, you know, playing uh, with, you know, four other people. Um, that's going to be a ton of fun going into those dungeons. Um, you know, a, a couple of uh, Becky's uh, cousins actually are going to be first-time uh, players in World of Warcraft, so it's going to be a lot of fun teaching them the, the nuances of the game and helping them level up and everything. So we're definitely excited for that portion. But yeah, there's... Um, there's new uh there's a new race and new classes uh a new class i should say that you can play um with uh, different uh styles of play associated with that class so definitely uh definitely looking forward to seeing what that's about um I, like i said maybe i'll try it in, i'll try it out maybe not depending i i prefer my main character that i've played since the very beginning he's been my i, I guess you want to call him my bread and butter he's <laughs> you know my my hunter mm -hmm. that uh, that I've run with for so long and you know it it's I think that's the part of the game that I still um am really connected to is that this character has been with me since the very beginning and I kind of have this like affinity for him um just because I've I've experienced so much of the game with him kind of the same with my wife you know she has her character that she's experienced so much with and uh, within the game that it's it's something that uh that kind of it's, it's like a comforting type of thing you know you're you're playing with a friend if you will lee you're, you know it's funny because when you talked about that relationship you have with the game yeah uh, i remember when i was in korea in south korea i was i was living remote there in the air force a friend of mine was playing it must have been everquest 2 i assume <laughs> that was in 2001 Yes, I, it was EverQuest too, and he was playing it with his wife, who's in the states, and 
um, he was in our comm group. So he luckily he had a connection where um, with with our comm group, obviously getting DSL into mm, our, yeah as a test. So we were laying Ethernet cable everywhere. Like we were running up the side of the building in through his window, through everything. Just and we were the only people that got it. We didn't tell anybody. So we were running a router and it was hilarious because it was like we actually had high speed internet, which the rest right, of the world was in right. dial up. So he was able to play with his wife and stay connected. So you talk about relationships. There's not many games that have been around as long as right. World of Warcraft because beyond that, um, they just, I mean, games are just not evergreen typically like that. No. So that's, no, it's amazing. And they still charge yeah. you. Yeah, it's not free to it play. <laughs> no, no, they haven't gone for the free to play model, which, you know, as you mentioned, it's um, it's a great connection to or not a connection. It's a great um, it's a testament, I should say, to to the power of this of this game and that I still have a connection to my character after all these years mm-hmm. um, and, and still love playing with that character, still love doing the questing and and learning the nuances of the character as they as they change things between expansions and between um, patches. So it uh, it's definitely uh, it's definitely been a lot of fun, kind of just getting back into it and and really seeing. Oh my gosh, this this character still still has the same type of style of play for me, but at the same token, oh now I have to relearn. Um, particularly because I have a hunter relearn how to do the shots that I use or, you know, how to manage my pets in the game. So yeah, it's, it's definitely, um, it's definitely different, but at the same time, it, it feels like home playing, you know, playing with that character. Yeah, absolutely. It's about friendships. It's doing different things. Like you said, you're yeah. people that raid, people that just do whatever the hell they want to do and just do their <laughs> yeah. own thing. Um, playing, you know, starting again, but doing a different class or yep. race. Um, it, I mean, that's where the variety comes in. And, and yeah. like you said, you're not even playing what everybody else is doing is playing the expansion right now. So you're yeah. kind of like getting back into the groove and you'll yeah. eventually do it. And it's something you love with your wife. So, I mean, yeah. That's awesome. I mean, the closest thing I have is Destiny because I've been playing Destiny since launch, and it's mm-hmm. Destiny is kind of an oddity because yeah. not many games like that last either. And that's where I've met a lot of my friends that I've podcasted with. I mean, Correct. I think if I didn't play Destiny, I wouldn't know you because right. I played I played the alpha with Ray. Exactly, um, that's how we knew each other, and that's exactly. how I met Corey. Um, so it's you know those games. I mean, I don't do a lot of like online gaming or co op yeah. gaming things like that, but um, I'll always have Destiny. Yeah, exactly. And for us, it'll always be World of Warcraft. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. This is so much fun. Um, so, yeah, th- so that's going to be something I assume you two are going to get into during the holidays when you've got oh, a yeah. bit of free time? Yeah, well, yeah, actually, uh, definitely during the during the holiday shutdown, because I'm, I'm actually off from work for a week um, because we always shut down for uh, for the Christmas uh, season. So that's definitely something we'll be uh, we'll be diving into. Uh, you know, she my unfortunately my wife still has to work a couple of days, but mm-hmm. you know, just, <laughs> there's going to be a couple of. I mean, it's not like we have to really do much of anything, you know, um, for the kids as far as like school or anything like that. So we'll get a chance to do so in the evenings when, um, you know, when we're just kind of settling in for the night and and just kind of taking a moment to just relax or, you know, it, we we would sit at our desks and if we really wanted to uh, have something, you know, we'd watch something on our iPads at the same time while playing the game. So it's just just that relaxation time that we're uh, we're really looking forward to. Oh, I, I totally get that. So, yeah. um, 
uh, I've, I'm getting, uh, so basically Friday is my last day for the new year. I'm in going into new role. So it's very low key right now. Even for me, I'm doing training yeah. and waiting and everything kicks off in January. Yep. Um, and, uh, it's been funny lately. Like I've been playing, uh, games on the couch and my son's on his PC right next to the couch and my wife's on the other end cause she, she <laughs> is playing Wordle or reading or something. Yeah. Like that. So it's, it's nice. We're, we're together and exactly. you know, um, you know, it's You're doing it's, your it's own fine. thing, it's, but it's at the nice. same time. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's, it's family time. So like you, you still are alive. Yeah. You're alive. Okay. Good. Good. <laughs> you enjoy yourself. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's something where, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's good time. Um, sure. well, very cool. Any, anything else in, in gaming? I know you're a busy man. Um, um, you know, the other, the only other thing that I've really been, it's, it's become my Zen game is, um, flight sim. Oh, I've been just really all over that. And I think what's made it become a Zen game is I actually bought, a joystick and throttle um, for myself to to play with it because I've I've always wanted to have a high end joystick and, and the throttle so I got the Thrustmaster uh, Warthog, which is kind of funny because I'm you know using this epic joystick that's uh, similar to to the Warthog and I'm flying a a, a Boeing seven forty seven with it or awesome. uh, or uh, they actually have in um, from Top Gun that uh, Dark yeah. Star jet in flight sim that you can use too. So it's just, it's just been a, uh, like I said, it's just been a Zen thing for myself or, you know, finding, um, the little, I'm not sure if they call them missions or what, but they're just like the, uh, you, you can select where you want to fly and they just throw you into plane. And, um, in one instance I was flying around Mount Everest and in a different instance I was, um, uh, in, in, uh, Australia. I mean, it's just, it's just been, very soothing and peaceful um to get into it so yeah so flight sim has been my other game that uh, that i've been enjoying obviously you know uh, there's a whole bunch of other games out there right now that i i have that i could dive right into um that i definitely want to but at the same time my gaming time has been so limited that i want to do something that's just peaceful and relaxing and not you know, stressful to the point where, oh my God, I got to beat this game or I have to get this achievement. Um, no, that, that's, that has, uh, that been my, my thing lately. It's just flying around in, in flight sim or, you know, as, as recently it's just world of Warcraft, just running around and doing quests. <laughs> that's pretty much it. You know, it's, it's funny cause gaming uh, to a lot of people, especially in the, if you're in the realm of, doing media or anything yeah. like that or remotely yep. directly related to it. It becomes a FOMO, yeah. you know, what's the next big thing. And, um, you know, trying to keep up, not getting spoiled, especially, yep. you know, story heavy games. It, it's, it's a challenge. And then you'd almost forget like, why am I actually doing this? Oh wait, yeah. to have fun and enjoy myself. In this exactly. exactly. So, yeah. Uh, and so I've gotten more of the time is, probably our most valuable asset, especially mm-hmm. as you have kids, because you have so much, so little time for yourself. Right. You have, what, what do you want to share with your family? But when you do have time for yourself, you really want to make sure it's worthwhile. And you don't feel like exactly. you wasted it because you're like, I've got 85 games. I don't know what to play. So I spent three hours yeah. not playing anything. Yeah. <laughs> you want to spend your time doing the thing you do. So I've gotten more of this, like if it does, a game doesn't hook me in like the first hour or so. Mm-hmm. I'm probably not going to stick with it. Yeah. Um, I, I just have lost patience with the, it gets better in 10 hours. Well, I'm like, yeah, but why did it have to take 10 hours? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it, you know, like, um, like for me, I started Spider-Man on PC mm-hmm. and I really enjoyed playing it. Um, but I just haven't had the time to get back into it. 
And I know when I get back into it, yeah, I'm definitely going to love it again, but it's just a matter of, okay, I've got so much to do in other regards, um, Mm -hmm. you know, that I don't necessarily want to sacrifice doing those things just because I want to play this game. Like, what's my priority at that point? And for me, you know, for, for prior to November was, it was all about extra life. It was all about planning it and everything. And, and for us, yeah, even though it, it was nuts, it was still something that meant a lot to us. So, (laughs) and funny enough, anytime somebody says, oh, are you going to play something at extra life? I said, yeah, if I get a chance, (laughs) just because there's a lot going on. I mean, you know, just, just as a quick anecdote for us, um, this year at Extra Life, we had a networking issue where not everybody's device was connecting properly to, to the network, and uh, even though they were hardwired. And, you know, my, myself and um, our, our, technical, uh, our, our technology person, it was he and I, you know, we were sitting there going, well, duh, it's because the router is using up other, it, other uh, um, IP addresses are being used for the other devices throughout the school. So we're really only limited by what we have. And we had so many people there with so many devices. So of course, what we needed to do was create a new a new subnet so mm-hmm. that we can hash out 255 IP addresses all over a place. So, so we ended up having to configure on the fly, <coughs> getting, uh, excuse me, getting uh, um, one of my routers from home and, and doing that. So, you know, all of these little issues that come around during the, the day, it, it lends to to the busyness of it where we don't get a chance to necessarily sit down and play a game until midnight one o'clock in the morning and at that point it's like oh i'm so tired so well Lee, you you yeah. actually were playing a game you're playing the network <laughs> it simulator game yeah, like pretty that much. PC builder game or yeah. lawn you know lawn mowing simulator so yeah. that's what you got to play so yeah. so yeah but you enabled other people to play so you ultimately right. if you didn't do what you needed to do then other people wouldn't be able to do what they wanted to exactly. do so you know uh you know maybe someone will repay you the favor so they'll like you know watch your kids for like a week and <laughs> <laughs> yeah well funny enough the week after extra life oh the weekend after extra life is always technically my wife and i it's our anniversary um because we got married on november 10th Mm -hmm. so the following weekend is always like the weekend where we just it's just the two of us and you know this year was just we sat down and we we played games we hung out we watched tv shows you know that's that's basically what the the reward is is you know all that crazy busy moments and it leads up to that that's that's basically where we're at is um just that's our reward for it yeah it's a balance it's a balance it can't be all fun it can't be all games it's exactly a balance of that and and it it feels so much more rewarding when you have to do it so yeah totally totally absolutely absolutely yeah so so for myself, um, Mark was was great. He's great at getting codes and different things from different <laughs> from developers. So um, he got me a code uh, this week for Swordship. Uh, this is um, it's it's Thunderful Games is doing a great job of uh, just picking up mini games that they don't develop anymore. Uh, they they do develop their own games, like uh, uh, but they also develop a lot of or they publish a lot of games for other de- smaller developer developers. So this week. Uh, I played Swordship by Digital Kingdom. Uh, Thunderful Publishing provided the code, and I played it on Xbox. This is a really fun game, Lee. Um, this is like an old school arcade game. It's I've seen it like, before on Steam. Yeah, 
yeah, it's it's just really cool because it's 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 if you think about it the way it is, you're basically almost looks like you're in a, a speedboat mm-hmm. uh, on the water. Uh, but it's it's almost very stylistic, um, like almost like a futuristic spy hunter in a way, yeah. where you are trying to avoid getting killed. You really have no offense, um, and your best defense is getting letting the other ships destroy ships, turrets, or whatever destroy each other. Like getting close when they there are lobbing bombs in a specific area of effect. You want to stay there as long as possible and then go under the water and get away so they will destroy each other. Right. And right. the only thing you have to do is survive long enough and pick up cargo, essentially. You're trying to line up and get the cargo, and it's everything is just doing it at the right time because if you get too greedy, you're gonna run into something. Uh if you if you wait too long, uh you're gonna hit get hit by something. And it's definitely a risk and reward type game. And it is definitely like an old school arcade game. I know they call it roguelite now, but this is an arcade game. Get as far as you can get on one play, right? You know, it's funny you mentioned Spy Hunter because that's actually what I thought of when I first saw this um, on on Steam. It's just kind of harkened back to that a little bit. But yeah, Yeah. it does seem very uh, interesting to to play. So I I might have to catch this on... uh, on a steam sale of some type uh, down the road, just to, I, I'm definitely going to put it on my uh, wish list. Yeah. It does the thing though, where it's so quick to reload. Mm-hmm. It's one more try. It's the, you get so <laughs> far. And if you get enough of the points, cause it gets I, to a point where you're like, you're supposed yes. to get so far on one play yep. and you can use it towards getting an offensive weapon, like a, like mm-hmm. a, like an EMP, or you can do something different. So it's really right. taking your strategy of how you like to play and doing right. it. My son was watching me like, dad, you're so horrible at this. <laughs> <laughs> and it's true, but I was having a good time. And <laughs> it is one of those games where you can just give it to anybody and they get it pretty mm-hmm. quickly. Exactly. You know, I, I love so games like that because it's um, it just sometimes it feels like it takes such a long time to get into a game, right? You know, you're yeah. you're playing something or you're planning to play something, and it's it's this big story driven narrative that you're you're really looking to get into, and then you get into like the beginning phases of it. And it's like, okay, when does it pick up? When does it pick up? Whereas like games like this, you know, it reminds me like uh, there's another game um, that I really just enjoyed diving into it because it just it just felt like you could just turn it or you know get it loaded up and start playing um oh god it was um my friend pedro oh yeah that to me that is a that is such a fun game to play or for for our purposes with with our family overcooked um you know overcooked one and two it was just loaded up and get going with it um or pc building simulator as (laughs) and uh, you know people make fun of it but there is a certain uh, there's a certain fun to it that i don't that that i think those who are in the know when it comes to pc building you will know right away why it's so much fun why it's so addicting to to play you know Um, oh yeah so yeah uh, games like that i i absolutely adore them because you just like i said you just get right into it and, and just go I tell you, Lee, when we built my, my, when my son wanted to build a PC, he funded it with his job and everything. Um, it was the smoothest it's ever been to do one. Uh, everything went well. You obviously let us in the path of, you know, how to get a good, uh, you know, OEM license. <laughs> there you go. Yes. Yeah. Everything went great, except the, the it was funny because his friend had a license 
that didn't work. Yeah. So I needed to find another license. So that worked. Yeah. But it was just like everything else, you know, you get usually the, the prompt or your RAM's not seated correctly or something yeah. like that. But yeah, this one worked great. Everything was good. And he's been so happy and it's super quiet wonderful pc and i actually need to probably use it um, there you go get <laughs> exactly. get on there and start playing I and mean, i tell you you know the way pc gaming is today at uh, the the video cards that that are coming out today it makes these games run with so much ease and and so oh, smooth yeah. and just you, you just get right into it you know i remember in the yeah there were issues in the past when it came to like you know oh sometimes a, a game would stop loading or uh, it would just crash in the middle of everything and you know that that was because maybe the game wasn't optimized or you had to find an issue but today it just it's just instant it is so instant to just get right into it and i i absolutely love it it's so much easier everything works great you know there's so many services now gamepad supports super easy Mm -hmm. steam big screen mode makes it feel like a console um you know cloud saves which I just really want everybody like, like I, you know, cyberpunk now has cloud saves yeah. between cross saves, which is fantastic. Witcher yep. has cross saves coming, which is great. Cause I want to play that um, as well again yeah. with the new, the new things. So all these things are, are fantastic. I just oh, need yeah. a reminder that, Oh, I could <laughs> use his PC. That's right. Cause he used mine for yeah. how many years and now I can use his, <laughs> I shouldn't feel guilty. Oh, uh, no, you shouldn't. Um, I shouldn't No, Um, but, um, the point of trying something and knowing if it's not for you, that is the next game I'm going to talk about. Yeah. Um, that is Marvel's Midnight Suns. Okay. So I got that on Xbox. Gamefly sent it to me. Um, I I am not traditionally a turn-based fan, a tactical right. fan, or a card-based fan. This game is all three of those. <laughs> it's by the developers of XCOM. I mean... Right. I was going to say, um, it's it's by uh, it's developed by XCOM. Uh, yeah, for Axis Games. And uh, it... it it's to me i love xcom um to me xcom it was the epitome of turn-based strategy games just because you had so much going on with it but but go ahead i mean you know what are, what are your experiences with with this well so i um got into it so i think what they do a good job so this is basically uh the midnight suns is a group of marvel heroes that lean towards the dark side this is your ghost rider your blade your your magic from the x men those characters um so it's got some good elements so it's going to be a supernatural game doctor strange is involved but um also iron man's involved and wanda maximoff is involved and um it essentially you've unleashed um lilith the dark uh the dark demon and uh and and hydra unleashed her of course Mm -hmm. uh so she is out to you know do bad things as those right do right so uh they introduced the combat in a pretty easy way which is essentially uh it's turn-based um you are not limited in your move locations like typically in like xcom it's like you get three moves three moves and like like a more of a grid-based style they don't have that you move wherever you want um, okay, but good. you are, yeah. So the only thing you're limited is in your cards, right? Okay? In your tactical viewpoint, which is basically you have to actually be able to hit the, uh, enemies, um, which most tactical games do, mm-hmm. meaning like you can't be not in line and hit points. And part right. of it is because, um, if there's areas of effect and things like that. So like one of the moves is Dr. Strange will do a vortex, and mm-hmm. as he does it, it will hit one player or one enemy into another player uh, or enemy. They have, just have to be in line. 
to have that impact. So it has that. And you also have, you have environmental um, damage. So like there'll be a rock. So you can right. throw a rock, uh, do different things like that. And you can also get cover from damage as a hero as well. So it's, it's, it's probably more akin to the new Mario uh, Rabbids game in regards right, to that. Where right. They kind of limited a lot of that extra um, difficulty. Uh, and then you can play it in like a story mode, which is like limit the difficulty, just have a good time. Or you can make it extra difficult. What they yeah. don't do is like permadeath because you can't really kill Marvel heroes permanently. It just doesn't work. It's like it's like DC versus Mortal Kombat. Superman cannot be fatalityed, right? right? It just doesn't work. Yeah. So it's it works pretty well. Now um, the I'm mixed on the style of animation. It's okay. It's not bad. It's just not great. Yeah. Um, but the voice acting in the story, there's a lot of it. So if you're there right. for like, and that's what this game apparently has. I didn't get really too into it. Is relationship building, and okay. it's going around the 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 the, the uh, Doctor Strange's um, sanctorum. I'm blanking on the name. Uh, his lair, um, yes. and you can go and 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 build relationships and things like that, which then adds into more uh, deeper relationship with the characters. So that's part of the game. You add in new characters as you go on, more abilities. But the thing that annoyed the hell out of me was the cards. <laughs> I, I don't like cards because I feel like, especially in a game like with the Marvel Hero, yeah. it's almost saying, why does he only have one ability? This is Doctor Strange. He can do 85 things. He should be able by to. the cards. Oh, yeah, it just, okay. it's, it's weird. It's it's a weird thing where it fits. It doesn't feel like the license fits kind of like the Avengers game where it's yeah. like, oh, here's a spine for Hulk because you had to do something in Avengers because you have to give him like gear and stuff. It just doesn't make any sense. Uh, so um, you would basically get like four cards and you would then choose and you'd get so much um, points and some are some right. are defensive and offensive. Um and some you don't have enough magic to actually use them, mm -hmm. so you can uh, discard and get a new card. Um, but it was unclear, and I'm sure it'll be like you can earn more cards and do different things. Right. Um, but for me, I just grew impatient. I'm like, I'm getting bored waiting because I'm yeah. like, I know what I need to do. I can end my turn, go around, wait to get hit, and then once again, I'm getting like Captain Marvel, who is like one of the most ridiculously powerful characters in the world. She's getting like hit, getting 10 hit points from a Hydra agent. And I'm like, <sighs> it just, it just like, it's like, it's a weird thing where I'm like, I'm still trying to understand. I mean, I get it. If it's like an ogre, that's uber powered, totally get it. Correct. He's doing but a dude with like a, a machine gun <laughs> is causing her damage. It just, I just like, okay. And these battles are going to take a long time. Cause it's like, you get three down more reinforcements are coming. And I'm like, I just don't have time for this. Yeah. And it's like supposed to be a 30 or 40 hour game. I'm like, it's just not drawing. It me doesn't, in. So I'm like, yeah, it doesn't fit your, um, your schedule. And it, it doesn't yeah. fit your, your style that you're, you're looking for, for, for a game like, like that. Um, but you know, it, it might be one of those games where you, you play it for a little bit, put it away, play it again for a little bit, put it away. You, you know, you, you build into it, you get right into it. So I get it. Um, Definitely, as far as like the time is concerned for 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 you, because like we've already alluded to, time is precious for you, uh, for anybody Absol really, especially Absolutely. in our in our in our age, our age group, being parents and everything. You know, it's very limited. But yeah, no, I can understand why uh, why it would uh, it wouldn't grasp at you. 
I mean, I could see this being a mobile game pretty easily. I mean, I yeah. don't, I didn't think it was that uh, a demanding of a game. It's not like a high end looking game. Mm-hmm. Um, the effects, there's like not really physics really to it that it would like. Oh, it requires these. So I could see this be a mobile game where yeah, put it down, come back to a battle, put it away. Yeah. Um, so I, I think this is going to be, and a lot of people are love, loving this game. So I think it's for a specific uh, type of player, or maybe this, it's this a might niche. be your first. Yep. Or it might be your first game that you're like, you never tried it before and you love it because yeah. the Marvel license brings you in. And you're like, I didn't realize I like these games. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's like Lee, uh, uh, the South Park games. <laughs> I don't love turn-based <laughs> RPGs or tactical games, but those games know what they are. Mm-hmm. They don't, they, they don't waste your time. They right. don't make you grind. They basically will get you through the main story in 20 hours and you'll have a blast. And they changed up the first game from just yep. being a standard turn-based to they added some tactical, like, uh, you know, where you sit in your tactical position. And I love those yeah. games. And I'm like, man, I just wish more like those type of games existed where it was like, it's a 20 hour game. That's it. We're going to get you in, get out. Mm-hmm. It's a great experience. And then if you want more, here's 60 hours of side. Exactly. Quests. Enjoy. Exactly. <laughs> Well, you know, it's it's very rare that they um that the, the games today really can just catch on to a person, I guess, in terms of um like the general style of play. Um yeah. you know, for, for every individual. It's not always gonna catch on to to you because it's it may not just be your thing. But uh, as you alluded to, maybe because you're a Marvel fan, you'll you'll get right into it. Or maybe because you're a turn based fan, you'll get into it. Or or the card games. I know a lot of people enjoy you know, Hearthstone and, and Gwent mm-hmm. and, you know, things like that. And this could, this could um, scratch that itch for them for sure. Yeah. I mean, Inscription was a game where I don't like card-based games, yeah. but Inscription was phenomenal. And I don't, right. and, but they brought new things to the table and right, mechanics right. And, and storytelling. And I'm like, you know, I, I really enjoyed that. Um, yeah. And Good. I think, so this, this game, I think because it's coming out when it is, it's not a great time because, yeah so many big games so i don't know if it's to its detriment i think this would have been a perfect like january game to be Mm -hmm. honest um but i hope it does well because i think their intentions and the way they held into the characters i think it worked this could really do a lot yeah yeah absolutely yeah um let's see uh and then lastly i'll wrap this up i i played a demo for spoken it's on the playstation five right now just released i don't want to speak too much to it because it's the demo um i'm going to probably play the game despite the demo so that's kind of like your precursor right there <laughs> it's a demo that drops you in like 20 hours in okay so it's like you've got too many powers you don't really know what you're doing drops you in and it's a very limited demo i liked parts of it but i felt like the demo didn't help its cause but mm. I do want to try it from the beginning because it's written by Gary Witta. It's okay. got um, some other really talented people on the game. And I was pleasantly surprised by the way it looked and played. But um, I won't say more. But if you have a PS5, it's the demos out right now. Give it a try. Um, and maybe it intrigues you. But I think it's going to turn off a lot of people, to be honest, which is sad. Um, but... Uh, I'm I, I'm I'm optimistic. Maybe there's more there for it, but um, the game I really want to talk about was God of War Ragnarok. Mm, yes, um, I've talked a few times about this, but I finally finished it. Uh, Thirty-eight hours, and that is me primarily doing main. Line did you mainline story. the whole thing? I was going to say, was it? Pretty did you do sides much. or? 
Okay. Um, I did a few that, and this is the funny part about it. And, 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 and Lee, you'll just get more and more of this as your kids get older. <laughs> your kids are going to get better at you than games. And they're going to play the games you like before you play them and before you finish them. <laughs> so my son did that. He completed the game. He did the Cardinal Sin, didn't play the first game. Uh, and just okay. right in. I'm like, what? So I'm yeah, hoping yeah. he'll go back and play the first game. He absolutely loved this type of game. And it's not his type of game he loves. He's not a big story based gamer he loves like uh mechanics he loves i mean he spent like 80 hours in terraria i mean he just he just loves the mechanics of games right plays deep um i mean he's playing the sims right now which is very weird i'm just looking at him right now. <laughs> very, odd. very odd um but he's like he loved the game and yeah. he is and he played it on the hardest difficulty so once okay. again making me look like a fool because i'm <laughs> struggling at regular difficulty getting mad i'm like why do they do that so cheap and he's like, right eh, dad i played it you know i get one hitted and i die i'm like okay great son but um i was so impressed by his take on the story not having the first game making it and just being aware of all the different callbacks and the different story very impressed and it meant a lot to be able to talk with him about the game as he played it. And what do you think? Right. And he would say, dad, I want to talk to you about this. So we had a blast and he, I think we're going to do like a special segment where we both talk about the game on a, on a future, just segment for a podcast. There which you will go. Be a lot of fun. Um, Cause I think that'll be well worth it, but yeah, I, and it's one of those games where, and I don't want to get into spoilers at all, but it is great that once you beat the game, you can go and still go, go back yeah. and do things. Right. Like the first game did. No, that's that's good. That um, yeah, <laughs> I, I love how, uh, you know, like you said, kids are going to get better at us, right? Our kids are going to be better at mm-hmm. us in, in these games, and <laughs> it's so funny because um, one of the staples of our house is is hockey on mm-hmm. the Xbox, and both of my kids are still trying to. Uh, to get one past dad, <laughs> they're, ah, they're, it's, it's still, coming. It's still they're still attempting, and and it's so funny. Our our oldest uh, just always saying, "Can I can I just can I just practice just a little bit, just so I can? I, I really want to just practice." <laughs> and I said, "Go ahead. We'll see when that day comes. It will come. Not, not sure today. when, but this is not <laughs> the day. This is not the day." And I remember the last time that you know I played. Um, hockey with with them and boy they just got so frustrated because <laughs> i just kept on scoring at will and i said i'm really not even trying guys i'm really not you guys aren't giving me much of a you guys aren't giving me much of a You're taunting a, a them chance. they'll remember that lee just I, what oh, they I, need you know just what, what they need to. is uh yeah you have <laughs> scoreboard you're gonna to. write it on the you're gonna write it on the board <laughs> exactly i want them to the remember score, i like dad 25 or, kids yeah. zero exactly yeah. that exactly i take pictures of the score I take a picture of it on my phone and I send it to their phones. I said, you will remember this oh, <laughs> or, um, or another bro, one yeah. or another one is, um, is Starcraft, especially for my oldest oh, Starcraft wow. is like the one that, you know, wow. they, uh, there was one time, um, I think it was, they're playing the, the, the Terran race on there. Mm. So I said, okay. So I watched and I said, all right, let's play. So I play Zerg. I usually. Oh no! I, yeah, I, you I'm did very. It, did you? I, I'm very dirty with the Zerg. Now, of course, I didn't Zerg rush. What I did oh, is I actually okay, like. Did that's a, what I, I thought you were going to do. <laughs> I didn't Zerg rush. What I did is I built up a Zerg army, which mm. consisted of like Zerglings and um, um, Hydralisks. 
but I got to the point where I was able to build up my Ultralisks army. So the whole screen was full of like the big Ultralisks. And then what I did is I built a uh, a, a Nidus canal or a Nidus worm or whatever they're, they're calling that. I can't remember. Um, and I transported all of my units right behind the base. Didn't know what to do at that point. I said, this is why you don't taunt me in StarCraft. (laughs) Because I do things like this. And I feel awful about it for a second. And then, no, now I'm good. (laughs) So Yeah, your experience and wisdom is is well worth it. Uh, And then their reflexes and, yeah, yeah, uh, unlimited time to get better. Is, exactly. He's uh, definitely going to get to you. Eventually. It's, it's yeah. just so funny to see the reaction saying, how do you have four bases already? Because that's what I do. Exactly, <laughs> this is, that's exactly. the style of play that I've developed over the years. And, you know, something to be said for experience. And I, and I funny enough, I use it as, um, as a metaphor for, for life in general. I said, there are experiences that your mother and I have had that guess what? It's going to dictate to us how to handle you as you grow older and hopefully you learn the lessons yeah exactly (laughs) and hopefully you learn the lesson learn the lesson parents forever we weren't born to be parents we were (laughs) born to be silly kids and have goofy experiences yeah um my experience was smash brothers where my son just taunted me just made me feel like i and when i would win lee i mean the, the occasion that i did win I was the worst winner in the world. Like I was like acting like an idiot. Yeah. And I realized that was to my detriment because it was like, <laughs> but I had to enjoy something. I had to savor something because right. the, 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 the fruits of, of, of victory were very, were very lean. Right. Right. <laughs> no, absolutely. I, I think uh, my, uh, I think my two can take me on smash now though. I, I was never the best at smash. Oh, I mean, me let, let me put that out there. I was no. never really good at it. So no. If I played, if I played either one of my children today in Smash, I think they could take me. Pretty sure they I would take ho- me. <laughs> I would hope I would still do well in Tekken because that's my yeah. game. That's my fighting game. <laughs> yeah, uh, but but that could probably be, you know, uh, my 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 hopes and dreams being uh, scattered. Mo- oh, Mortal wow. Kombat was my fighting game of choice oh, growing up, God. and oh, I, I think that. I can't remember which Mortal Kombat it is that is current that was on Game Pass. It was earlier this year. And, uh, yeah, it's 10 or 11, one of those. No, I think it was 11. I think it was 11. 11? 11. I think it was 11. Yeah, I love 11. And, of course, you know, I, I, playing Cabal, Cabal was always my favorite Mm. when when Mortal Kombat 3. So I learned Cabal, how to play Cabal, the style and everything. And (laughs) my whole family just, we had a a King of the Mountain style tournament, Mm. you know, within the house. Nobody could knock. Uh, nobody could knock me off that uh, that pedestal only because I just I just cheesed it. <laughs> you did the spin. I, I did the, the spin. Run, spin. The yep. The uh, yep. and then the 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 thing from the Up ground. The everything and oh, they yeah. just I just kept tying in every combo I could and boy they did not like me for that one. <laughs> oh my goodness! I I could talk about Mortal Kombat for some time we, because uh, yeah the the I I would love to find folks who grew up in the arcade era. And talk there you about go. that because uh, that was my going to the bowling alley and playing Mortal Kombat and where nobody yeah. knew it was going on because there was no internet and you had to figure out, oh, he knows a fatality. Oh, crap. I'm going to spend 85 <laughs> quarters and figure out a fatality. There you go. Crazy times. Yeah. Yep. Crazy times. Yep. Oh, I remember. Goodness. 
those those cabinets, man, they were they were a ton of fun. Oh, absolutely. Well, that is what we've been playing. But you know what? Something that you need to play at and get really good is grooming. And that's where Manscaped comes into play. Um, we want to thank Manscaped for being a sponsor of Secret French Unite. Uh, and Lee, I don't know if you knew this, but uh, they are the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Uh, the products are precisions-engineered tools for your family jewels. Uh, their performance package... Uh, for the Ultimate Men's Hygiene Bundle. Um, that includes the Weed Whacker, the Lawn Mower, and many accoutrements uh, in regards to your uh, crop duster and your crop preserver to make sure you feel nice and clean after you do your grooming thing. Um, yes, I rhyme in this ad. Um, <laughs> That's a fantastic six- ad. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. It gets better. Join over 6 million men worldwide who trusted Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with free with the code SFU at manscaped.com. You know, 6 million manly with myself, Mark, and Charlie, and my head. That's approximately 12 million and seven balls being serviced. So, folks, Christmas time is coming. Santa Balls is ready to get you a gift. You just have to let them know what you want. So please tell Santa Balls, code SFU. Manscaped will then get them what they need, and you will get care of your grooming needs because a groomed geek is a happy geek. Thank you, Manscaped. I I applaud that ad so much. (laughs) That is a great ad read. I applaud you, Todd. You know what? I appreciate Manscaped, and I want to give it my best. That's all I can say. Uh, it's it's perfect. Just perfect. Oh, that was amazing. <laughs> well, very good. Very good. Well, Lee, um, it's time for the bonus round. Yes. And at this point, the bonus round, uh, we don't always do like topical news events. Sometimes we do wacky things. We talk about various things. But last week we with Victor Lucas, we talked about kind of like what we wanted the game awards to be or what could the uh, gaming awards really be what, you know, segments and, and, and categories we'd want. Um, but now it's what we actually got. Um, right. Were you able to watch it all or just get the, the highlights? From I, it? I, I did not watch it. So let, let me preface that with, um, I did not watch it. I barely got any kind of news out of it, I guess. Um, just because it was what last Thursday. Last I think Thursday. It, was last Thursday. it started at, yeah. I think it started late and it yep. ran over three hours. Yep. So um, I, I did hear a few things uh, were were released as far as uh, trailers and and things of that nature. Um, but uh, I'll, I'll let you uh, I'll let you uh, guide the way, I guess, if you if you will. Well, I'm going to give you a little bit of a weird snapshot first. Okay. So just overall in the game awards, during the game awards, we got 32 awards. We had 35 reveals and trailers. Uh, we had Al Pacino on stage. Al Pacino at a Game Awards introducing That's... the best performance. Interesting. How crazy is that? <laughs> yes. And he couldn't read. He could not read the teleprompter. So he just said, I can't read the teleprompter. My kids, my kids told me to show up. I don't know how much they paid him. It's crazy. Um, I, I would never guess Al Pacino would ever be on a game awards that's just okay I, I, you know and it's funny because um mr bad bit joseph moran and, and kyle mr k step they're having the trophy room awards 
Um, and they're doing a fantastic job. And I said, at a minimum, they need to have Robert De Niro on the (laughs) so challenge challenge is out there for Mr. Uh, De Niro. Um, but we got a couple good uh, performances. Halsey showed up for Diablo. I heard about that. Yeah. Holy crap. She looked awesome. Did a great job. I heard about oh. that, about her performance. Yes, I, I got to catch uh, that, that because that that did uh, that did pique my interest, uh, especially being you know related to Diablo Four. Um, that's one of my yeah. that's one of my most anticipated games for for twenty twenty three already. Yeah, and Halsey's just a really cool performer because she doesn't really yeah. give a crap, and her songs typically drop f bombs in them, which is like if you're a pop singer, you typically don't do that if you want airplay. But she's she's great. <laughs> there. You go. <laughs> um, a great performance by Hozier with Bear McCready, uh, McCreary, uh, doing basically a song from God of War, which I didn't know it had any lyrics, but it was beautiful. And Lee, he was playing this instrument that almost like it was like a weird, like turning. I don't even know what type of instrument it was. My son could probably tell me, but it's got like a turning crank and it's almost like a, a, a stringed instrument, but it was a beautiful, beautiful performance. Okay. Um, yeah, it was neat. I definitely recommend watching it just because it's like it, I didn't expect it. So it was really well, um, I, I guess, a restraint performance, but beautiful as well. OK, with background of God of War going on with the right. Game Awards Orchestra. And that's what I would say. A shout out Game Awards Orchestra. They were phenomenal. Uh, one of the standouts was this dude who played these it's instruments nice that I know existed. Um, one of them was a um, it was like a flute was weirdly shaped and he okay. was just having a blast. Yeah. He was just having a blast. He was having a good time. Um, and, uh, yeah, they did a great job. They, they get to play a lot of the songs. So I'm glad they had that. Um, we also got animal from the Muppets who showed up. <laughs> yes. 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 He presented best performance like musical performance or uh, soundtrack. Um, Reggie fils me showed up, which is great. Okay. Reggie's always great. I always uh, love Reggie. Ke- always love a Reggie yep. sighting. Yep. Keegan Michael Key showed up. He showed this is funny because he's towed in the Super Mario Brothers yes. film, which obviously looks great. And it's funny because they're like, we've seen trailers, but he's like, it's the first clip. So I'm not sure what the difference between a clip and a trailer is, but it was it was good. But right. he, he was great. He went all in on like is toad, is that is really his head? Is that a hat? What is it? So he played it up. He knows gamers. He had a good time. Um, then we got Ken and Roberta Williams showing up again. You know, these okay. are these are godfathers of gaming with yeah. Sierra, with King's Quest, things like that. They showed right, up. Right, right. Uh, they 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 announced an award for a game for change. Um, and then the last really big, uh, you know, showing of, of like just a, a non like just something that was showing up to do something was Kojima. He showed up, announced Death Stranding 2 or DS2. Yep. Stood on stage a lot of time, didn't say much, and Jeff Keighley was just, you know, fawning. So that's kind of like the extracurricular work there, Lee. Okay. It, you know what? There's a, with the, with the Halsey performance and that, uh, that other performance, it sounds like, um, it, it sounds like they're, they're adding a little bit of uh, an entertainment uh, aspect to, to the game awards instead of just trailers and, and you know, award ceremony. It, it's good to see that they're, they're improving it. Um, and, and adding something different uh, to to kind of keep you engaged in the show. Yeah, I mean, really, and those were the highlights of it. I mean, the the biggest challenge we saw at the Game Awards because it doesn't really know what it wants to be. Does it want to be like just gaming news and events and yeah. things like that, yeah. or does it really want to be an award show where it's right. 
bringing the prestige story, the developers, the people that make the games, highlighting them. So to give you an example of what that means is there was 32 awards and 35 reveals. Interesting. Okay. In three hours. And this thing had a, oh yeah. And it was a pace that you just wouldn't give up. So this wasn't like there was a lot of downtime either. It was constantly like, and there was a Prius show and the game itself. So it's like, when is this thing going to start? Oh yeah. Sydney Goodman's doing like awards before and there's there's reveals there. Yeah. It was crazy. So, um, and I, I had my son's band concert, so I didn't get to start from the beginning. So I, Mm -hmm. I, I, I kind of started in the middle and then worked my way back. So, okay. uh, so he got to see some of it too. But I would say the biggest takeaway from this, and I just want to get into like the winners because there was 32 awards. I think only about seven people were actually allowed to come on stage. Okay. Um, in regards to like a presentation and there was someone that came up and accepted <clears throat> an award. Right. The rest, Lee, it was all, here's a category. I might say the five people who are nominated and then I'll say who won. Some of them were not even that it was, here's the award. They didn't here's even the mention winner. any of the, of the win. They didn't mention yeah. anybody in the category and they said, here's the winner. They didn't have anybody come up for most of those. Interesting. Yeah. yeah it, it, it's uh, like you said, it doesn't know what, what it wants to be. Um, you know, it's a, I think you should just, Really, they should anal- um, look into the whole thing of what are we? Are we a game show or a game award show? Are we uh, uh, an extension of, I guess, November E3, if you want to call it that? Mm-hmm. You know, because uh, they're going to be talking about future releases, I'm sure. Um, but that is something to definitely look at. Uh, if if I was uh, if I was the, the crew behind it all is. What am I? What is my purpose? Yeah, because I think really it, no. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I think kind of keeping this as a as an award show. We don't have many of those when it comes oh. to this industry. So I think honoring the different studios, the different perform the different performers behind the you know, the voice acting, the music, the 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 development, everything like that. I think. This it could really help our this industry by allowing us the you know the 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 casual viewers or the viewers and the the games media to to know the people behind the scenes, um, and, and equating it almost to like how how we how we look at Hollywood. So that could that could definitely help them out in the future if you know giving them an idea of what type of pace to have for this type of, uh, this type of show. Um, that's just my two cents with it. Because if, as you said, how many 30, 35, uh, 32 awards and how many were presented on stage? Very few. Yeah. Very few. Yeah. Um, I will call out, uh, Christopher judge. I mean, if you want the, the winners, I won't go through all of them here. I mean, cause there's so many different categories within this and so many, I didn't even have an understanding of who, like <laughs> once you get to the esports, yeah. the, uh, up and coming people, things like that. It's just like, yeah. it's out of my wheelhouse. I don't know who that's for. And almost all of those awards, they didn't even show us who those people were or right. what they do. So it kind of becomes even like, they're not really doing much to help those people yes. get noticed or build an audience uh, which yep. is a shame um yep. but uh christopher judge won like the first award and that yeah. was the best performance 
you know, Al Pacino was on stage way too long. Uh, and then <laughs> Christopher Judge got up there for like almost felt like 12 to 15 minutes. It was great seeing him on stage, but I felt like um, probably to the detriment of other people who were represented because they didn't get the right. time they probably wanted. And then we got people that got no time on stage. So it was mm-hmm. it was a weird dichotomy of uh, – of like I don't know how they chose who got to be on stage for certain things. Obviously, game of the year was, uh, but uh, which I heard was interrupted. Were, it, and that's another thing that and that's like I typically would say, well, what was your biggest you know moments of the night? But obviously, since you didn't watch, we won't do that. But yeah, I mean, we had a person get on stage and interrupt game of the year. This young gentleman, we don't know much about him. He was arrested um, and had said something about Bill Clinton rabbi or something like that, which I don't understand. I don't know if it was like he knew what he was doing, if he was fooling his mind or or he meant to do something that was anti-Semitic or not. I don't know. Right, right. I don't really know. But, you know, that happened, right? (laughs) Yeah. All I heard was some 15 year old got on stage and um, he was arrested because he was he he in um uh, interrupted the uh, the presentation for for game of the year, um, but that's all I heard about it. I didn't. Uh, there there wasn't a whole lot as far as you know who he was, what his intent was, and everything. It just it just happened, and that that right there too is a pretty weird thing to just happen at a game awards show. Well, it's scary, obviously, yeah. because uh, I remember what happened to Monica Sellis. Monica Sellis was at a tennis yeah. match. Playing in a tennis match, someone yep. came in from the crowd and stabbed her. Stabbed and I was her. Thinking yeah. Like, what's you know what is to stop something like that from happening? And obviously, the the the, the developers of Nelden Ring won the award in in yes. software, and I think they were just confused. They didn't know. Yeah. They didn't come. People were like, "Did they come with you? I don't know. What's he doing?" <laughs> exactly. And that's the know. thing is like because yeah. you don't know, you don't necessarily know how uh, anything is is happening, and you might think this might be part of the show. Is it a stunt? Yeah. <laughs> is it a, exactly? Because I mean, I'm sorry, but video game awards shows, I would tend to think some type of stunt could occur. It might be Jeff Keeley's son. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> these, I don't think these, it was his son. He was awfully pissed. I don't off think at this so either. <laughs> no, no, I don't think so either. Um, but that's, I think, a good point to say. This is Jeff Keeley's baby. Um, yeah. He he has to do the balance of making money. Um, He's made commitments to these people that are going to bring yes. trailers. They paid to be there, and yep. he's got to put on a good show. It has a lot of eyes on the prize. Um, 100% that. So, yeah, so, I mean, I totally get it that this is a challenge. I wish he would partner with GDC. Yeah. Let GDC manage the awards portion. Jeff mm-hmm. Keeley brings the sizzle. Yeah. And do that balance, right? Absolutely. That would definitely because be for his benefit, in my opinion. Yeah. And and GDC is it's about the developers choosing right. their peers. Right. Not not media. Not you right. know, and, and and this 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 the game awards has gotten a little bit of a controversy because like people think it's bought and sold by Sony, but yeah. it's actually like uh, a group of fifty or sixty media groups and yep. reviewers who are making the nominations, who are choosing. There are some things that are public uh voted on. Yes. Um, like some weird ones, which are like most anticipated game, which is just the most dumbest award. It's, it's because a silly award. Let's say, uh, truly is. Yeah. It, it, it kind of makes you go, it, it's just stupid. <laughs> There's no other way to really phrase it. It's a stupid award. Yeah. 
because it's it's ultimately just a popularity contest. Really, exactly. Whoever that. gets in and votes for it. Exactly that. It is a popularity contest, especially like I said, with with most anticipated game. You can have a you know 50, 60 different games that you're you're anticipating for for the following year or the year after because you don't even know if it's going to release that following year. How many games have yeah. were canceled for this year that were supposed to come out this year? Looking exactly. at you, Starfield. And, yeah, and and Zelda Tears of the Kingdom won it, and I think that game has been up for this award multiple times, anyways, because <laughs> that game gets pushed out. So it's just a weird one. Um, yeah, we're not going to hit on the winners because that's there. It's it's there. The, the amount of different categories are odd. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them I don't understand, like best indie versus best debut indie it's it's yeah. just weird it's just like it's like i don't even know how you choose and when i voted it, it had i had to vote for everything even if i yeah. was uninformed which is mm-hmm. dumb yep i shouldn't have to vote for something i don't know anything no. about so um i think there's improvements here but i would say the the highs were great yeah um and i just want more developers to be shown and a right. better balance of awards and absolutely trailers. that's absolutely all i want that. you know one nope, trailer, you. one award. And I don't know how hard it is to do, but uh, that was not the highlight of the month. So, so, Lee, from there, I will go now through what was actually announced and revealed at, okay. at the Game Awards. And, you, and, you, and I'll go through these pretty quickly. And you tell me, like, stop, tell me more, or move on. So okay. I'll, I'll rely on you to be the person that is the, the voice um, of the people. I'll dri- the driving force for this uh, segment. Go ahead. Okay, Absolutely. I'm ready for this. So, uh, Death Stranding 2, that was announced with a weird trailer. As I mean, that's what happened the last time around. It was announced. It was there was a weird, weird trailer associated with it. So, okay. okay. Uh, keep going. Uh, okay. Hades 2. That one's got me intrigued. I do. I did enjoy Hades. Um, so that's got me a little bit of a, a little bit of a intrigue with that one. Yeah, definitely a surprise. Super Matt, uh, Super Giant has not yeah. done a sequel, so this is yeah. the first time. And uh, Hades was huge, and it won yep. Game of the Year. So that is a big thing for a lot of people. I suck at the game, but I truly see its <laughs> genius. Exactly. Um, Final Fa- Final Fantasy 16 got a release date, which is June, which many people don't believe. And yeah, I don't think uh, so either. But it got a big trailer, which people are saying looks like Game of Thrones. Yeah, I. I get it. It's Final Fantasy, but at the same time, yeah, it, 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 I, I just, I think I'm having Final Fantasy overload. Yeah. Um, because we're still waiting on, I guess, the final parts to the remake to Final Fantasy Seven, seven remake, Seven Two remake, or whatever yeah. they're calling it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The rebirth, so, uh, the uh, master. Yeah. Not not saying that people who like Final Fantasy are. They shouldn't. They they shouldn't be able to enjoy it. It's just for me. I, all I want is just the additional parts to the seven remake. That's all I yeah. want. Yeah, exactly. Because we got Crisis Core that's coming out. Yeah, then we've God. got sixteen, and we got fourteen yeah. content. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot. There's a lot of Final Fantasy. If you want yeah. it, yeah. To me, it's like when I look at the three, I'm like, it, it doesn't. Nothing stood out to, as a person who's not into the series that says, "Oh, I want to check that out." Yeah, exactly. Nope, I'm one hundred percent with you on that one. Wow. And then a blast from the past, Armored Core 6, Fires of the Rubicon. This is from software. There hasn't been an Armored Core uh, in like 10 years, and those have never been 
critically acclaimed games, but From no. is in a different space now. Yep. So uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. People seem to be excited about it, but I'm like, eh. I mean, I guess it's it'll be nice to have another mecha-based video game from them. Um, but like you said, it's never been highly successful or critically uh, acclaimed. So, okay. All right. Something to, uh, something to check out. I think, uh, what, what is it? It's supposed to be released when, Uh, when did they say in sometime in 2023? I think, I don't think they specified specifically the date. Yeah. It's probably 2023. There was a lot of games though. They're like, yeah, we'll come in early 2023, which is just crazy after so many games got delayed. (laughs) Oh God. 2023 Uh, is just going to be insane already. Exactly. Uh, which leads into Street Fighter six gets a release yep. date. That's okay. also a 2023 game, which, uh, this looks to be the most robust street fighter game ever. Yes. I suck yep. at those games, but it could be fun. I'm sure it'll be fun. Um, street fighter has always been a ton of fun to play with. Um, but you, like you said, it, that, that it did seem very, uh, new is what I like to, to call yeah. it. It did seem new. Um, it doesn't seem like it was a rehash from previous Street Fighters. No, four and five felt very similar. This one very, feels very like similar. It's yep. doing more like the Creta Fighter. It's doing yep. some things you can actually like unlock other arcade games yep. within it, um, yep. and that's pretty cool. And it's a beautiful looking game. So um, yes, you know, why not? Uh, and I know five <laughs> kind of fell off a cliff because it was uh, exclusive to Sony. Yep. So I think people are excited about this one because it just looks beautiful and 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 wow! I mean, just. I, I, I'm ready to get beat up again by yeah, Street Fighter. There you go. Cammy, come at me. <laughs> I, I, and no, folks, I don't know if Cammy's in the game. I can't tell you. We don't know. Um, we don't know. We'll find out. I'm sure everybody's back. Um, Judas from Ken Levine. This is the creator of uh, Bioshock, Bioshock Infinite, System Shock. Um, holy cow, this game looks like a Bioshock game, and I'm all in, but it's in a different, it's almost Bioshock in space is the best okay. way to put this game. That seems interesting. Um, you, you said Ken Levine is uh, the director for it. Yep, and it looks like I said, Lee. It oh. looks very Bioshocky because you've got okay. a power on one hand, and then you've got something on the other, and then it looks very you know, like the people I'll in give the him, world look a little bit weird. Yeah, I'll give him the benefit of doubt because I mean he is he's quite known for for creating these narrative driven games, right? Mm-hmm. That that help to. Um, where you can explore a lot of different themes, a lot of different uh, uh, ideas, um, you know, and his art style is pretty definitive uh, when it comes to, to the type of game that uh, the games that he's, he's put out there. So this will be interesting, especially, you know, with, with how, how Bioshock, uh, the trilogy, you know, or uh, Bioshock uh, infinite and, uh, and the first Bioshock, how they, uh, they've become part of our gaming history. So, They get brought us uh, trash can food. Yeah, that's the only Call regret. Back. <laughs> Call back, back to the pre- yeah. It's the only regret right there. Well, as my a- microphone decides to fall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, it'll be I mean, interesting. Yeah, and it's been like ten years, so it, it's time they're going to make another Bioshock game. Two K is going to do that separately, but this is his studio, so uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm interested with there. Uh, so we're probably going to do a little bit more of a quicker pace on these games. Crash Team Rumble, it's this weird like beat em up kind of MOBA game with Crash. Didn't expect it. But the fun part is Lee, Crash Bandicoot showed up in his like costume 
and shouted out like the old commercials when oh, he was God. taunting Nintendo. It was <laughs> weird. And nobody wants this game, but it's coming. Uh, this is going to be interesting. Is yeah. this a 2023 release as well? It's a 2023 as well. Yep. Oh, boy. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, uh, we don't want to talk too much because Mark will kill us if we we take away his his steam on this one. Star Wars Jedi Survivor got a release date. This is coming out in March. Looks beautiful. I don't know what it else does. to say. I'm ex- I'm I'm just scope. I'm just stoked on this game. Well, it's it's um it's technically the sequel, right? To Fallen Order. Absolutely. So, right there, there you go. I mean, Fallen Order was just a lot of fun to play. It really was. Absolutely. It was just part. It was. It was a, I just hope they fixed the map. That was my one thing. I thought they did a horrible <laughs> job with the map. I'm like, guys, fix your maps. But, yeah. But yeah. Well, great game. Yeah, and it's canon. We can blame EA, right? We can blame EA for the maps. Absolutely. Blame EA. And actually, the main, the main uh, actor showed up and actually okay. showed up with a lightsaber. Nice. Very, very cool. Yeah. He is That's cool. stoked on it. And he's got a beard. So Mark's excited because he likes, I can be him because he looks like Mark. <laughs> <laughs> yes uh diablo 4 got a release date once there we again go. uh the one right june there. release date many people yep. don't believe that uh we're hearing things about crunch and, and things like that blizzard blizzard activision is a little bit of a crazy place to be right now but mm, understatement diablo drops it's a big deal well listen that trailer i i did get to see the trailer um that uh was put out and i tell you i am excited i am hugely excited and i think it's a callback to to the 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 diablos that we know that uh Mm -hmm. the first diablo you know going into hell and everything i i'm i'm very excited for that um you know that's uh around my wife's birthday so i think i know what she's getting for her birthday gift uh i mean and this is going to be day and date console which normally doesn't happen uh, which is great because they've done a great job of doing mouse and keyboard and controller which i think exactly people appreciate yeah i do uh, i definitely do having played diablo 3 on both console and pc i can see where both were um it was a ton of fun to play both um you know i i played we played on console with ray and he he had this monster character with like Paragon, like 1000 or something like that. And every, every time we killed something, we'd like level up like five or six levels. (laughs) And it was just, things were dropping left and right. We're going, Oh my God, our bags are full. Hold on. (laughs) Gotta do this. Gotta do that. But yeah, definitely. Uh, I feel um, bad. I, I never beat the expansion Diablo three. I feel so bad. I really (laughs) need to do that. So that's going to be my goal. Like do that. Yes. The next one drops. That was the, yeah. Do you have it on PC or do you have it on console? I that's I updated I built a new PC for Diablo 3. That's where there I was go. at when that game came out originally. So yeah, I just need to have a PC that'll actually be able to play it. So well, that, once again, you, my son. Exactly. <laughs> update and you know what, my when Blizzard you Blizzard account on his on, on his PC. Exactly. Yeah. And we'll play. I'll play with you. I'll play with you. I remember that. trying to play that. I remember the net code was so bad. The first yeah. in Diablo three God, it was like, I was playing with Sean, my friend, Sean Nias. We were playing together. I'm like, this is horrible. Like, so I am excited to play more. I've never played with people in, in Diablo. So I feel like a noob, but there you uh, go. I, I really, uh, I I've will, always enjoyed it. I will use my uh, demon hunter with you or my, uh, okay. you know, whatever. Yeah. My, you have to yeah, carry me because I carry you so long. I'm, I'm my, I don't even remember like my class. Pro- like, I probably did not level up enough and do those things. So yeah, <laughs> more to come folks. This might be something we'll talk about in the future. My, my, uh, because, yeah. uh, my wife will bring in her wizard. There we go. We'll, okay. We'll, we'll tag team it. 
very, very good. Uh, yeah, so we probably have to expedite our, our, our pace here a little bit. Let's get our uh, list. Suicides. Uh, Suicide Squad Suicide Kills Squad, Justice yep. League gets a release date. It's coming out May 26, 2023. Rocksteady. Uh, the big part about this was it's been revealed this is going to be Kevin uh, Con- uh, Conroy's, Conroy's going to be in there. Yes, role of the Batman. Batman. Very yep. cool. Yes, yes, yes. This was a, a big surprise. Uh, I, you know what? I will not doubt Rocksteady. Is all yep. I'll say. Uh, Bayonetta Origins gets this weird spinoff, Cereza and the Lost Demon. It's coming to the Switch. Uh, it is definitely not the same game, and I have not played enough in Bayonetta 3, <laughs> but apparently there is more, there's like a part of the game that's this focused, right. but it's more like an, an adventure, action adventure game. Yep. Um, good for the Switch. I don't know. People aren't exactly <laughs> excited about Bayonetta 3 right now. Um, Hellboy, Web of Weird. This was totally unexpected. Looks look, looks just like the comic book, and we've never got a good Hellboy game, so I'm optimistic. Yes. I'd, I'd definitely be in on that one. Yeah, I, and I don't know if it's just going to be like a, a, a brawler or what it will have, but I, I'm hoping we get more with it, uh, more right. from it in the next couple of weeks, and we can learn more about that. Um, Earthblade. This is by the creators of Celeste. This is more like them doing their uh, Silk, uh, Silk Song or, or Hollow Knight. Yeah. It's a platform um, game from what I read. Yep. Action so, platformer with combat. Yeah. Yep. Um, the one that was really surprised, Crime Boss Rock, Rock A City. Uh, Lee, this looks like Grand Theft Auto with all of the stars from the 80s. Kim Bassinger. Uh, oh, we've got uh, Michael Madsen. The people in this game look crazy. And I'm like, how did they do this? How did they get all these people in it? It looks super fun and dumb. I mean, uh, Michael Madsen came on stage for this. It's just, it's just weird. It's, it's. I don't know. For some reason, I thought Michael Madsen was already dead. <laughs> he's, he's still kicking. He's still good. Uh, you know, thankfully, he's okay. Um, I think you know. What, yeah. I think I associated him and Ray Liotta together. That's probably why. Probably, yeah, because Ray Liotta was in, you know, Vice City. So there we go. Uh, The trailer that just confused me the most was Transformers Reactivate. I saw this trailer. Yes, I saw the trailer too. He thought it was Titanfall. Like, I don't know what this is. It 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 seemed like it was. I don't know what what I was trying to do, but um, the trailer itself didn't give you a whole lot, except it's a Transformers game. So what's it going to be? And those are 50-50 at best. Uh, yeah. I loved the Cybertron games. Yes. Um, and I don't know if it's more of that, if this is going to be a first-person shooter yeah. type of Transformers game. I don't think we've ever got one of those. No. Nope, not to my knowledge. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. Uh, then a game that really impressed me, Banishers Ghosts of New Eden. Um, just It's essentially you are someone that helps spirits good or okay. bad find their place okay and the trailer did such a great job of you're basically sitting at this table with this woman there's somebody else talking to you and then you realize the person you're sitting at the table with is a spirit that is walking with him and and, and experiencing the game with him interesting life and he hmm. actually will uh, and he hasn't banished her yet so right. this game has but it's but the mechanics are more like action rpg right right um in a in a sense and um, it looked really interesting to me. Uh, and it's from Don't Nod. Okay. Uh, and if you ever played the game uh, Vampire? Yes. I, I played I like it that on, game uh, a lot. 
It was on uh, Xbox. I played that on. Yeah. Yeah, so I think this could be a really good game, but it's, you know, it, it, the execution could go wrong, but it right. could be very, very good. Yep. Um, uh, let's see. Then we got a trailer for Immortals of Avium, our new series by the, the creators. Like like they mentioned, like Gears of War, Bungie, Halo, right. all these different things. And it's like what they showed was a cinematic that showed nothing at all, except it's <laughs> like magic focused. That's it. So okay. the worst things you can ask for. Uh, Remnant 2. Uh, I don't remember Remnant 1. I think Remnant 1 was like a Soulsborne was shooting. I can't remember quite honestly. The trailer looked really cool though because it's got a lot of like gunplay uh, yeah. with really big bad demons and things. But once again, it, it didn't. I don't know if it was gun, gameplay or not. Yeah, I, d- um, I don't even recall that as a title. Um, I'd have to look it up and see what, what that was about. I may, I may have seen it, but at the same time, it doesn't sound any, it doesn't sound familiar to me. Uh, Remnant from Ashes, yeah, that was a game that was in that Souls, but they decided to go with like gun combat versus like um, uh, melee or something yeah, like that. Yeah. So uh, again, but, yeah, nope, I mean, nope, not in my scope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not in my scope either. Um, then uh, I'm going to skip one because I don't remember anything about After Us. I think it was more of like a, uh, you know, I don't even remember. I'm going to go to Tekken Eight though. Um, okay, Tekken Eight. Tekken is my favorite fighting game of all time. It's why I got a PlayStation One. I and I just loved it. So I'm excited for this. It looks beautiful though. Um, yeah. Um, Cyberpunk 2077. Um, it's got a renaissance. Phantom Liberty is the paid DLC coming to yep. next gen only. Idris Elba. <laughs> they had to bring somebody in like Idris Elba for this one. <laughs> well, you know, somebody's got to take on Johnny Silverhand, right? Exactly. I was going to say, yeah. Okay. So we'll see how that we'll see how that goes. Um, you know, I still maybe have to finish right Cyberpunk. Track. I still have to finish it. That's still on my to finish I, list. That's when my PC died is when I was playing Cyberpunk. Uh, and it, because because I couldn't uh play it anywhere else because they didn't offer right. um cross play anywhere or mm. cross save. Uh they have it now, so which is good. Um but yeah, I, I want to play that game because I've only gotten yeah. so far in it. But I haven't even seen Johnny Silverhand yet, so I'm screwed. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, that's coming. I'm, I'm I'm happy for people that love that series, and maybe I'll get to it. Like maybe we right, both get to right. it. Really. Um, exactly. Uh, then we got uh, Horizon Forbidden West. Uh, their Burning Chores DLC. They did it last time yep. with the Frozen whatever. If you're into Horizon Forbidden, uh, the Horizon games, that's coming. Yes. Yep. Um, but the game that really made me excited was uh, Warhammer Forty Thousand Space Marine Two. I yes. love Space Marine One. Yep. It's no, a that's really going to be. Like, it's going to be a fun. I think that's going to be a fun game. So you know, your, oh, yeah. your third person hack and slash game. That's going to be a ton of fun. Yeah, with with shooting, hack yeah. and slash, lots of gore. Really cool area yes. of of uh, Warhammer where often their games don't deliver. That one definitely did. Um, Lord of the Fallen uh, got some gameplay. That essentially is a reboot of the Lords of the Fallen, which was one of the yes. first Souls like games that yep. came out. Um, which means it's probably not for me. <laughs> I have still, uh, I'm still waiting for the day that Bloodborne comes to PC. So that's, uh, that's when you're going to, that was not announced. Leaf. Sorry. Shocker. That was not announced. I know. I know. And we don't have like the next gen, like uh port or, or yeah. 60 frames per second. Yeah. Oh, well, Sony apparently is doing something. Uh, and what they're doing is bringing the last of us piece part one PC, uh, port. Yes. That one. I, you know, 
this is where I'm probably going to lose a lot of my video game cred. I have never played The Last of Us from place for on my PlayStation. I have it. I tried it. It didn't sit well as far as my enjoyment factor of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think maybe playing it on PC, which it shouldn't matter where I play it on, right? Like let's let's just put that out. It shouldn't matter. But for me, I feel like I may be more immersed in it when it comes to playing it on my PC. Sure. You know, I, I just feel like when I played it on on my PS4 and it was up on like our, you know, I had a 55 inch TV, you know, the works, right? Yeah, it just didn't grab me. But I have been asked by our good friend Sean Capri to give it a shot again. Um, and I said, I will. And I think uh, doing it on PC, I think that's where I will find enjoyment in it. So I had the same thing with Witcher 3. I tried that on uh, PlayStation. Yeah. Uh, the the text was too small. Yeah. <laughs> like I can't deal with the menus. Yeah. So I played it on PC. I fell in love with that game. So yeah. I totally get it. I get it. Where you yep. play can sometimes matter. Uh, exactly. That's why people love the Switch. It's yeah. not the best. This is not the best performance, but it's where they want no. to play. So exactly. I totally get it. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Awesome. I'm glad it's more ways to play that game is excellent. Um, uh, Returnal is getting a PC. Returnal is also getting a PC. Yes. The thing that made me laugh is like the rumored, like, uh, recommended specs is 32 gigabytes of RAM. I'm like, yeah, what the hell is this game? (laughs) Cause I played it on PlayStation. It looked pretty good, ran pretty good on PlayStation. Why would it need more than, and that only has, I think the PlayStation five has, does it have 16 gigabytes of RAM? I think it does uh possibly let's see yeah 16 gigs of uh gddr6 sd ram so unless this is like an 8k and and needs to run at like you know 240 hertz i don't know that's a bizarre uh it it might just be wrong but regardless uh i i definitely recommend that game but it is not a game for people who don't like a challenge yeah nope i saw um ray playing it one time and yeah i uh i can definitely uh say it can be definitely a, a full-fledged challenge to to any gamer yeah. this guy it, um, but like you said though it's still funny six 32 gigs of ram to play it okay flight simulator doesn't even that need that come on i mean not that i'm gonna sit here and say i can't do it i have a 64 in my gaming rig so but that's like that's like a, such a small percentage of most people. It's exactly. just crazy. It's just it's just weird. Uh, eight gigs is typically like kind of like the the barrier of entry. Yeah, I mean, a, a you one. you you know, I tell people if you're building a gaming PC, start with sixteen. So, yeah. but yeah, Absolutely. anyway, moving on. Yeah, it's very weird. Uh, Baldur's Gate three gets a release window. Oh, that game has already been yes. in, that that game has already been in like um it, it's um early release. It's it's in in the the whole thing was like yeah your 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 progress won't carry over which is just oh it's kicking the kicking the mm-hmm. joke uh to most people but that game is a lot of people's forbidden fruit yeah not for me uh but hey i totally get it baldur's gate is one of those heritage crpgs that just yep. is is a beast yep historically um, uh, there's there's definitely a, a fan base yeah. for it absolutely yeah um and i'm glad that we get those still and people always say why do i need a pc well there's certain reasons why you do need a pc so very very glad for that um 
I'm going to skip Blue Protocol because I quite honestly don't even remember what that is. Uh, Replace, though, is a game that is made by Ukraine developers. This is the best-looking pixel game I've ever seen in my life. Interesting. It's wonderful. It's so cool. It looks like Blade Runner with pixel art, but it's big pixel art in a ambitious way. It's not just like doing a, a pixel platform or like a Celeste okay. or something like that. Um, it just stands out in the way it looks. I'm not even sure about the gameplay, what it's going to be like, but I cannot wait. And this game is coming to game pass. So okay. we'll all get to play it. Um, and it just, it just really stood out to me, which is cool. Right. Um, and any, but any game that gets made by people from the Ukraine, Holy cow. How do you yeah. do that? Yeah. In this day and age, how are you able to do it? I mean, they have no internet because uh, Elon Musk apparently <laughs> says we're going to charge you <laughs> for that internet, folks. You get that? Uh, uh, do they even have power? Because exactly, they, yeah. Oh my goodness, it's just crazy. Um, uh, another game that I've never played, but I probably should eventually. Among Us. It's a hide and seek mode. Yes, there you go. It's I, on every. It's it's fun. It is fun. I enjoy it. <laughs> it's a great game to play with, like family. Absolutely. It's it's like uh, you know, everything um, uh, Ultimate Werewolf. It's like, yeah. who did it? Who does exactly. it? Who's the, who's the bad guy? Love exactly. It. Love it. Yeah. Um, Fire Emblem Engage is getting DLC even before the game drops, and it's dropping day one, which is weird. DLC that drops the same day the game does. It's a little uh, sus. All right. It's a little sus. Yep. Yeah, very. But it's Nintendo. They get a pass. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> but they do. They do. Yeah. They do, Lee, because they do. Um, Dune Awakening uh, had some in-game footage. This is an MMO uh, game. It's an that, MMO, yep. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm just curious how that will do. Uh, I'm assuming it'll be free-to-play because I don't know if there's any f- paid MMOs, but maybe it could be. Um Colossal Cave, that is by uh, Ken Roberta Williams. This is one of the earliest games. It's getting remade. I looked at it. I'm like, it doesn't really look like a modern game, but you know what? I appreciate they're still trying to make games. Hey, listen, you got to do something, right? <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I'm glad they're still around. I love them to pieces. Um, right. And uh, I, I hope they continue to still develop and people make their uh, their dreams come alive in right. modern contexts. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's art. Um, something that was really cool at the beginning was dead cells. It's getting returned to Castlevania DLC. I'm not good at dead cells, but I just love the fact that they support the game so much. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's, and it's, it's, Castlevania. I didn't think I would like it because, and I felt like it was a very, um, it felt like it was a very frustrating game, but it just kept pulling me into it. <laughs> and I just kept playing it yep. over and over and over, no matter what happened. And, you know, I wasn't very good at it, but I still enjoyed the hell out of it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things. It's like, what's your run going to be? What can yeah. you do? How far can right. you go? Right. Um, yeah, it was like Hades for me. Those type of games. Yep. Um, Rogue or, like, um, or like a Vampire Survivors now. Oh, which, you know, I I highly recommend that game to anyone. Yeah. Talk about an arcade game. That is a Vampire Survivors. It's free on Game Pass. Definitely play it. It's like three bucks on Steam. That's wonderful. They keep giving DLC content and things like that. Um, but the one thing they announced was it's coming to mobile and it's free. Yes. Yep. I haven't tried it yet. Have you? I have seen my friend play it. Um, it was okay. at Extra Life. I watched him play it, and it seems so much so much fun to to just dry, dive into it. So, I uh, I'm going to definitely uh, take a look at it. Um, probably more on on Game Pass than anything because 
I can't play crap on my phone. I really can't. <laughs> it's a small I, screen. Your thumbs are getting in the way. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, I have it's big hands. Experience. It's very exactly. difficult. So yeah, it's, it's a definitely a different experience. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed it, but yeah, it is one of those games. that just feels like it's Robotron, uh, in a modern sense with, yeah. with progression, yeah. which, I, yep. which yep. I think is cool. Yeah. Well, that is it. We've covered everything. Holy cow. A lot Holy of games. Cow. That was a lot. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And I don't even think we have to get to like what made us happy. You heard our comments as we talked about it. Exactly. That's probably sufficient. So, yeah. um, we're going to do our co-op mode awards in January. We're going to get the whole year done, make sure we've got the time to play all the games. So we'll be reaching out to the community, get people's, their thoughts on their best games, surprises, disappointments, things like that. So we obviously want to hear from everybody when we do ours as well. There you um, go. So with that, Lee, thank you for yes. joining us on this journey in the world of video games. It's I'm so glad I got to, uh, on. I'm so glad I got to come on. It's uh, like I said, it's uh, it's it's always a pleasure to podcast, but uh, it's always an even greater pleasure to podcast with people that I've known for quite a while. So uh, I, I really enjoy coming on here with with you. I miss Mark tonight, but uh, that'll be for next time. Absolutely. There's always another opportunity. So this is great. Yep. And obviously we're going to have Becky on the podcast in the future yes. as well. Uh, give you give you the night off so you can actually do some gaming, <laughs> uh, which is always appreciated. So with that, though, tell people where they can find you on the internet, interwebs sure. and the things you do in the world of gaming. Absolutely. Well, my name is Lee Navarro, and I represent Phoenix Overdrive, a charity group focusing its efforts on fundraising for Children's Miracle Network hospitals all over through the 24-hour gaming event known as Extra Life. You can find out more about us at phoenixoverdrive.com, or you can go to Facebook, facebook.com forward slash phoenixoverdrive, or you can find us on Instagram and Twitter with the handle PHX underscore overdrive. And for our 2022 Extra Life campaign, we are doing a very special giveaway for this guy right over here. It is a brand new Horizon Forbidden West PlayStation 5 Disc Edition. So all you got to do, $10 donation to us at extra-life.org forward slash participant forward slash phoenix overdrive and that's going to get you one ticket to our giveaway so for every ten dollars that's one ticket the more you pay the more tickets you get get in on it uh you get in uh, more chances for you to win this beautiful console drawing will be held live on facebook on december 21st at 9 9 p.m eastern time so check out our page and uh get in on this action because all the all the money that we raise for it it's going to go to our local children's miracle network hospital here in uh, upstate new york the mohawk valley health system so yeah that's uh that's what you can uh, find me and find us and find a team thank you so much lee that's awesome you guys do such great work you bring a team together every november uh you you just have a great time. So many different communities support you. Yes. Um, in, in the tandem, and you are just the godfather of all of this. You and <laughs> Becky and, and Ray, um, oh, you know, yep. uh, you guys do fantastic work. So uh, we appreciate you. We always Absolutely. support you, and we always want to do more and uh, more to come. And Absolutely. Friends, you definitely. Uh, anything we can do, uh, streaming will be there. Uh, if not in person, at least in mind, um, uh, the last time I streamed, I did horribly. So, um, I always want some support and if you want to exactly. watch me game and, and make money for it, I would appreciate that. Exactly. So, there you go. 
yeah, so so more to come. So uh, Lee is in our Discord group all the time. Uh, if you have any questions about uh, PCs, gaming, upgrades, tech, <laughs> Lee is your guy as well. So I'll be so there. Thank you, Lee. I'm there. Absolutely. No, yes. thank you. Awesome. Well, uh, for me, uh, I'm at T Oxtra on Twitter. Uh, wrapped up my fantasy football league. It was horrible. Uh, I was one game away from winning my division, getting a bye. I lost, and I am now out of the playoffs. Ah, the fickle fantasy football. Uh, that's uh, all fantasy that, football for you. Exactly. Because, you know, when your regular team loses horribly, you know, you got to have something you uh, can get excited Fall back about. on. <laughs> uh, oh, exactly. Exactly. Uh, so, uh, but other than that, uh, just follow at Secret Friends U uh, on Twitter. Go to our Discord for all things fun, and we're building the group a lot of Star Trek people are joining the group now. We're having a lot of fun, though. Uh, you know, we, we talk about all of our podcasts there, our group. We talk about what we're cooking, what we're eating, what we're doing. It's there always you go. a good time. Uh, yeah, it's, it's great. So I always ask you to join our Discord and just have a great time. So that is it. Uh, and, and also follow the Canardian at the underscore Canardian um, on Twitter. See what he's doing. He's always streaming Fortnite, always having a good time. He is our co-host he is the best canardian i know and you know as well so that is it for the show thank you folks thank you lee thank you mark get better soon you too finn it's <laughs> always it's always better to game together bye this podcast is part of the secret friends unite podcasting network visit secretfriendsunite.com for more great shows articles news reviews and more Secret Friends Unite podcasts are available on Apple, Google, Spotify, and other podcast services around the world. If you'd like to be part of the conversation, you can join us on Facebook or our new Discord server. Or follow at Secret Friends U on Twitter. Please subscribe to Secret Friends Unite on YouTube and visit our merch store at tpublic.com. Just search 